Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Nutrition Awareness Podcast, co-hosted by yours truly, Kate Richardson and Megan Pachekai. We're two registered dietitians here to make your life easier by debunking diet myths, sharing scientific information about nutrition, and keeping you motivated to reach your goals. We want to teach you everything we know by giving you real-life examples of how we've helped our combined thousands of clients transform their lives, lose weight, and get healthy without having to go on another cookie-cutter diet. On this podcast, we'll be giving you our best advice, strategies, and mindset shifts so you too can reach your goals using food, and most importantly, enjoy the process. Let me ask you a question. Shoot. Have you ever gotten full from eating a bag of Cheetos? No. And are you asking me that because we were talking about pregnancy cravings? <laughs> Any other pregnant women out there craved the, are they sim- the Simply Cheetos Puffs? Simply White Cheddar Cheetos Puffs, right? Are those the ones that are marketed to look healthier? Um, yes. They have like the beige bag and they, yes, they look all natural and they kind of just feel like styrofoam in your mouth so like if you're a normal person you're eating them you're like why am i eating styrofoam but for some reason when i was pregnant i was obsessed with them Mm -hmm. and i just found out that my friend who also never ate them before is obsessed with them too so then i asked you you know if i were going to eat a cheeto of any variety it would be the original cheeto i want the crunchy one that Mm -hmm. gets have you ever heard it's called the cheat the cheat gets on your fingers (laughs) it's just the orange powder and it just gets, it's called cheat. You got sure. cheat on your yeah, hands. I gotcha. That's mm-hmm. what I want. I don't want flaming hot. I don't want the puffy styrofoam ones. I don't want any fake organic natural ones. I don't want the white cheddar ones. I want the original. Okay. Well, I did not bring this up because of pregnancy cravings. I brought it up because I wanted to talk about how hyper palatable snack foods like this don't really match up to your hunger and satiety cues and why eating foods like that like I could eat a whole bag of Cheetos and not feel full I could eat a whole bag of popcorn and not feel full I could eat a ton of foods like that and then I don't really feel full or satisfied so I wanted to kind of dive into why that is and there's a few things that are I guess you could say popular among weight loss and nutrition and diet right now and that's intuitive eating and ozempic and weight loss medications And from the Ozempic and weight loss medication standpoint, you'll hear a lot of people say, I never felt full. I was always thinking about food. I had a lot of food noise and Ozempic shut that up. And I think that's true for a lot of people. And I think there are people who are eating a lot of what you described as 
hyperpalatable foods and never felt full. Mm-hmm. And so if you're listening to this and you're like, what in the heck is hyperpalatable? Here's what it means. Hyper means extremely and palatable means good on the tongue. And industries like, let's just say Frito-Lay who makes Cheetos, design their foods to be extremely palatable so that you continue to eat them, but they don't actually make you feel full. So the way to do this is they'll manipulate the food or the ingredients to be sweeter, to be saltier, to have some kind of crunch or texture. You can think about an Oreo and the combination of like a creamy filled Oreo with the chocolatey crunch cookies. That's hyper palatable. That's why you can eat a sleeve of Oreos and feel nothing except maybe some guilt and a stomach ache, but you're not gonna eat a whole, I don't know, bunch of carrots straight from the ground. They're crunchy and they're sweet, but they're not hyper palatable. There are food scientists that these companies hire to ensure that their foods are as hyper palatable as possible. And if this is something that you're interested in, we're not really gonna go down that entire rabbit hole, but the Dorito effect is a book on that exactly. And it's actually fascinating what goes into developing these foods and how many millions of dollars go into a Dorito. We were talking about this on the car ride home from our Thanksgiving trip. When you open up a Diet Coke, like that, (laughs) or I think it was, he got a regular Coke. When you open up a Coke, like that first drink is what you remember. Mm -hmm. Like you don't think about the last one. They have designed that first click of a can of Diet Coke and that sip to be amazing Mm -hmm. because that's what keeps you coming back Mm -hmm. so there's not a it's not just chance that that's what coca-cola tastes like so when people say that they have food noise and they never feel full there's a chance that they might be eating a lot of ultra processed hyper palatable foods Mm -hmm. then on the opposite side of the spectrum would be intuitive eating which has a lot of great concepts we're not here to poo poo on uh, intuitive eating nor are we here to poo poo on weight loss injections by any means But intuitive eating, one of their biggest principles is listening to hunger and satiety cues. And that's something we talk a lot about here too. But the issue is we find that some people who've tried intuitive eating or some kind of form of intuitive eating and it doesn't quite work for them, don't really understand the science behind why certain foods are gonna make you feel full and why other ones you crave, eat in excess, and don't get that satiety sensation. I always tell people in our initial consultations, if you compare a bag of popcorn and a bag of steak, and then I'll ask them which one of these is going to make you feel fuller, and you intuitively know that steak is going to be the thing that makes you feel full, and I say, like, do you think you could eat an entire bag of steak? And they're like, no, I don't think so. But if I ask if you can eat an entire bag of popcorn, the answer is usually yes. And so that kind of puts it in layman's terms of like, oh, okay, this is a difference between a carbohydrate food and what it does versus a protein food and what it does. So the steak being the protein, it's going to sit in your stomach for longer. It's going to take longer to break down. It's going to take up more room. And so it is going to make you feel fuller. And that is the purpose of a protein food versus a carbohydrate food is for energy and fueling purposes. That's why any diet that you're on should emphasize protein. Mm -hmm. I mean, you'll hear it a lot from, you know, any, I guess, diet angle that you're coming from, eat more protein, eat more protein, and there's an upper limit for everybody. But if you're eating a lot of protein, you're going to feel fuller for longer and more satisfied. You're not going to go, you know, up for seconds. Also, I love the way you described a bag of steak. I don't think I've thought about a, <laughs> a bag of steak for a while, like, or ever. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you find a bag of steak? <laughs> so 
protein is like the golden child of yeah. the macronutrient family right now. I wonder if there's ever going to be a time where protein is the demon. Because we've gone through like fat is the demon. We've gone through carb is the demon. Like, do you think that will ever yes. happen with protein? Like, I would put money. I don't know. I know it's going to happen, though, because think about every other trend or golden child in any situation. Think about skinny jeans. Skinny <laughs> jeans were the only jean you could wear for like a decade and a half. Mm-hmm. Now, no offense to anyone who wears skinny jeans. I would never judge. This is me. I would never judge. But these Gen Zs out there, they will judge you for wearing skinny jeans. They are like the worst thing you could ever wear. So I think the same thing happens in nutrition. Mm-hmm. We went through a phase where carbohydrates were the golden child and then they're demonized. And when carbohydrates were the demon child or the golden child was when everybody was doing fat free. Mm-hmm. So people were eating breakfast cereals and just snack wells, snack wells. like those 100 calorie Oreo packs, all of those things. Nobody cared about the amount of carbohydrate that was in anything. We only cared that it was low fat or no fat. And I think the point that we're trying to get to is to get away from that and to make sure that you are feeling those sensations of satisfied. We need to make sure that we're covering all of our bases instead of go, oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to go straight to the Cheetos. Ask yourself like, okay, why am I not full from eating these Cheetos? What does it have in it? Oh, there's really only carbohydrate in here and carbohydrate without fiber in it isn't going to fill my system. It's not going to fill me up at all. And I'm going to want to continue to eat more of them versus if I tried to eat a bag of steak, what would happen? Or a bag of carrots even. Yeah, you just said the F word, fiber. Let's talk about that (laughs) because here at Nutrition Awareness, we don't pick favorites. We don't have a golden child. We love protein, but we love our protein just as much as we love our fats, just as much as we love our carbohydrates. But within those groups, there are carbohydrates and fats and proteins that have more benefit. So... Proteins across the board are going to, I can't think of any exception of a protein that isn't going to contribute to satiety with the exception of whey protein powder. Mm. I mean, when you think about whey protein powder versus a steak, Mm -hmm. the protein powder has been basically pre-digested for you by Mm -hmm. a machine. Mm -hmm. So your body's going to absorb those amino acids very quickly. It's not going to give you a lot of satiety. However, we'll add things to that protein powder to help, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I would say across the board, protein's pretty satiating. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would say I'd feel more full from salmon than a Greek yogurt, but you know, you're you're picking up what I'm putting down. Fats are also going to be satiating. I again find certain fats for me personally to be more satiating, more of the solid fats. I'm going to feel fuller from a handful of nuts than I would a tablespoon of olive oil Mm -hmm. because of that same concept. It's more mechanical. But when it comes to carbohydrates, carbohydrates are pretty polar. There's going to be some that have fiber and can keep you full for a long time. And then there's going to be those refined ones, those processed ones, those sugary ones that aren't going to keep you full because they're quickly digested, broken down, utilized for energy. Mm-hmm. And what I tell clients is to picture a piece of Wonder Bread and picture a piece of sprouted grain Ezekiel bread. If you hold each piece of bread in your hands and you pinch it, the Wonder Bread's all smooshy. So when you eat that Wonder Bread, your body doesn't have to work really hard to break down those carbs and absorb the sugar. So you get a zap of energy and then you're hungry again. Versus that really grainy, seedy bread where it really has to work. When you pinch that bread, it's it kind of bounces back. It's fibrous. It's rough. 
it just looks rougher. Like it can't, you know. I tell some, I tell people something similar, but I just say put it, roll it in a ball in your hand. Yeah. So if you take Wonder Bread and you try to roll it in a ball, it like turns into nothing. It turns into sugar. It and tastes then, so sweet. <laughs> and then if you do that, try to do that with like an Ezekiel or a sprouted green bread, like it doesn't go anywhere. Oh yeah, you can't make a Smucker's PB and J out of Ezekiel bread, but you can make like the frozen <laughs> processed Smucker's mm-hmm. out of white bread. Did you know they're having a comeback, by the way? What Smucker's? What do you mean? I don't. I can't quote this exactly, but I was reading some article about how Smucker's PB and J's when we were younger, like '90s, 2000s, that was in everybody's lunch bag, mm-hmm. and then they kind of went away, and now they're back. Oh, okay. And they're having spikes in sales, and they're seeing millennials purchasing. <laughs> Well, I purchased the Uncrustables from a child. That's um, what I meant to say. I was saying the Smuckers. So it is, it's, I think it's the Smuckers. Yeah. Uncrustable. Yeah, Uncrustables. Um, yes, because they're easy. They're grab and go. They come from the freezer. You stick them in your backpack and three hours later, they're thawed and you can eat them. I just so had good. this conversation with my dad. My dad was like, can I get these in Ohio? And I was like, what? Why? He's like, I can take these hunting with me. And I'm like, yep, they have a reduced sugar version. They have like a wheat the strawberry, there's a strawberry one, and it's, a, it's wheat bread with reduced sugar. So I feel a little bit better about it, but it's the easiest thing if we're just going to go to the playground or to the park or whatever, just stick it in my bag, and he'll eat it every time. Great. And at least it's got some protein and fat. So for it. hunters and kids, <laughs> I'm not going to have my average weight loss client come in here and do that, unless... Unless it's, I mean, it's it, not the worst thing. It's not the worst thing when you compare it to like the other things that you could get from a vending machine or if you're going to go grab a cookie or a brownie or something like that instead. That's where I see it from like the kid wise. Like I could feed him goldfish, I could feed him a bag of popcorn, I could all of these different things, but I feel better about the Uncrustable because at least he's getting the protein and fat and he's not going to just keep. So to go on with this podcast, That's perfect. you didn't even mean it. If I just give him the goldfish, he's going to keep asking me for more things, more things, more things. If I give him the PB and J, we're usually done. Yeah, because kids are so in tune with their natural, intuitive hunger and satiety mm-hmm. cues, right? They're not mm-hmm. going to feel full from goldfish. They'll be distracted on a long car ride mm-hmm. with your goldfish, but they're not going to have like the long sustaining energy to go do what kids do. Right. Just. Yeah. F stuff up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so with carbohydrates, it's important to choose carbohydrates that have fiber and eat them in combination with protein and healthy fat. That's when you're going to feel the best. You're not going to feel as hungry for a long time. I mean, it's one of my favorite things that happens all the time here. When somebody's struggling with cravings and then we just beef up their breakfast and lunch, They we give their f- snacks a little facelift. So they have protein and they have complex carbs. They have fiber. They have some healthy fats. It's like they don't have sugar cravings anymore. I mean, everyone's going to get them once in a while. It's not a big deal. But when it's a daily issue for you, that's not normal. And all we have to do is just change the combination of food that you're eating. I think a good real world example of this for me is like if I get home and I'm hungry and I get into the pantry and I have chips so if I get like the kettle cooked, I can't remember, the, there's, there's a brand that I really like. There's a kettle cooked chip that I really like. Cape Cod? No, it's like you can only get it at really weird places. Anyways, doesn't matter. Um, if I were to go home and just eat that, I'm thinking like, when do I get full from chips? I don't ever get full. That's not, that's not what happens. It's you get sick of eating them at some point. Like there's no cue from my body that like oh I'm full I'm done eating it's almost like a what's next like there's never a okay I'm full now versus if I come home and I get the crunch master crackers out with an avocado or guacamole and maybe I've got some turkey breast in there or some cheese in there and I do my little like mini sandwiches on crackers like 
I'll eat, I don't know, 10 of those. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, I'm full from that. I'm not, I get that full feeling. That's the difference between those hyper palatable, only have carbohydrate, maybe some fat in them foods. And then the thing that's like actually fueling my body. I want to break down that snack you just described, not only because it sounds delicious, but to illustrate the points that you have. Those Crunchmaster crackers are high fiber. So they're much more high fiber than like Ritz crackers. You're getting healthy fats from your avocado or guacamole, and you're getting protein from your turkey. Mm-hmm. So that's that combination, and that's why you're feeling full. Mm-hmm. And, and they've also got, like, flax seeds and stuff. Like, they've got real food in them. So thinking about, like, how much processing is my body doing versus how much processing is the manufacturing plant doing for me, even though they come out of a box, there's more real food in that than mm-hmm. there are in the chip or the Ritz cracker. I love the way you just described that you're doing the work, you're letting your body do the work instead of the manufacturing company. This is the mm-hmm. situation where you want your body to work harder and not wherever you're getting your food from. And that's the same thing with the Wonder Bread. The Wonder Bread, your body doesn't have to work. The whole grain bread, your body has to work. So make your body work so that you feel fuller longer. Now, I already know there's some people who are going to hear that snack example, and they're going to think, that's a lot of food, and that's a lot of calories. Ten crackers with avocado really? and turkey. <laughs> Oh, yeah, right. That's what you and I say. But I already know people are going to look at us and be like, well, that's a lot of food. That's a lot yeah. of calories. It's 3 o'clock, man. I'm ready. I had lunch at noon. I'm not going to eat dinner till 6. Let's I, go. I need a full-on snack. Right, because then when you eat that, what can you do? I can wait till dinner now. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to have to snack all through the next three hours while I'm waiting on dinner. Like, I'm full. I'm good. I can wait till dinner. And the added perk of this is, and I'm saying this because right now, I'm almost 17 weeks pregnant and I'm hungry all the time. (laughs) And it's kind of been a learning curve for me to like buy more food and eat more at meals. Being hungry is so freaking annoying. Like when you eat a bag of chips and you kind of feel weird about it, you know, whatever you're feeling and you're still hungry and you're trying to go on to your next task and then you're still hungry. So you have to go back and get another snack and that's not filling. So you have to go get an, like, it is very annoying to be hungry all the time. Mm-hmm. So if you're hungry from three to six and you're just grazing and snacking and it's dinner, you're a probably overeating what you need. I mean, yeah. who knows what you're eating in the context of the day, but it's just annoying because you could be doing other stuff. You could be living your life. You yeah. could be outside you could be doing chores. You could be working. Well, and think about why that's happening to you. And it's happening to you because your body is trying to keep you alive. Our hunger signals are meant to tell us it's time to go hunt and gather. So if your body is still sending you signals to go hunt and gather after you've eaten something, it means you have not hunted and gathered the correct thing for your body. Something is missing there. So if you have the chips or the crackers or the whatever, and you're still getting that signal and it's annoying to you, it's annoying because your body is like, help. help me you're not giving me everything i need and so for you growing a baby your body has to continually remind you like hey i need more than what you're normally giving me so i'm gonna keep sending you this annoying signal to make you go do it yeah and i'm cool with that i'm happy to eat more i mean this economy kind of (laughs) sucks grocery prices but i'll deal with it for somebody else who's not pregnant let's just say you're exercising you're gonna need more food that's the price that you pay for exercising Or maybe you're not and you're just trying to lose weight and you feel anxious about eating. Sorry, you still have to eat even when you're losing weight. You cannot stomp on those natural signals. Mm -hmm. So I think you said a really key question here. And if you're listening to this, I would write this down. If you are still looking and hunting, gathering food, you either A, didn't eat enough total food or B, you didn't eat the right kind of food. Enough total food, you'd have to look back and see first, did you eat the right stuff? 
Did you eat protein, fat, and, com and complex carbs at meals? Did you eat every three to six hours? Were you skipping meals or not? Were you drinking sugary drinks or were you consuming things that actually had sustenance? And then you can decide, oh, I was eating all these healthy foods. My body really is hungry. Let's go for carrots and hummus. Yeah. Or if you were eating the wrong combination of foods, you look back and you realize that you just had crackers with no protein or no healthy fat, or you just had, I don't know, toast with jam for breakfast, even if it was healthier toast or low sugar jam, you're still missing what? Fat and protein. Yeah. Go back and eat that. And, and I don't want people to think like, oh my gosh, I can never eat Cheetos. <laughs> you can, but do it afterwards. Like after you have the Crunchmaster with the turkey and the avocado, like save that for the end so that you can have that hyper palatable taste that you want. But I can guarantee you, you're going to eat so much less of it and you're eating it then just for the flavor and the taste of it. You're not eating it to get full at yeah. that point. So there's a big difference between going into that first and going into that for just the flavor. You're saying don't eat the chips while you're making your sandwich. Eat it with or after the sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. I'd say after. After. If you still you, if you eat your sandwich and you still want the chips, like, go ahead, have a couple of chips. But I guarantee you're not going to want to eat the whole bag after you've had a sandwich. Some people won't believe you till they try it. Yeah. Yeah. And if that happens to you, if you eat the sandwich and chips and you still overeat chips, then we go back in your day. We go back to that sandwich. We either beef it up, no pun intended, or we add something else on the side that's got more fiber and more protein or healthy fats to help you feel more satisfied. You can't be scared to add that food in mm -hmm. if you wanna feel full. Mm -hmm. Now, my next favorite tool for hunger and satiety, once you've kind of got this down, if you feel really confident that your diet is rich in whole foods and it's low in minimally processed foods, I mean, ultra processed foods, we're all gonna eat those foods now and then, it happens, no big deal. But if your overall diet is high in whole foods and you're still feeling confused about, am I full or am I hungry? I want you to whip out your phone if you're not driving, if you're not distracted, and Google something called the hunger scale. I love the hunger scale. It is adapted from intuitive eating. I think it really sets off a light bulb for people when it comes to what hunger and fullness looks like. And when you look at the scale, it's very elementary. It's just a scale of one through 10. And usually it will come with like a thermometer or something or green to red. And it assigns a number to different sensations of hunger and fullness. So a five, for, for example, is neither hungry or full. Versus a three, you're having thoughts about food, your stomach feels empty, you're ready to eat. A two would be where you're experiencing low blood sugar, you're shaky, you're crabby, you're hangry. Uh, and a, an eight would be like where you're slightly too full. You know, you're not totally uncomfortable, sick, but you're too full. Mm -hmm. So anyway, you can look at a, a scale and they're gonna have a little bit of different you know, descriptions depending on the one you find. But it's really helpful to look at that scale when you want to eat and identify what you're feeling. Because mm -hmm. I'll have clients who struggle with stress eating or just boredom eating. They see the scale, they're out of five, they're not hungry, they can choose not to eat. Or they might feel guilty for wanting to eat, but when they read the scale, they see there are three and they need to eat. Mm -hmm. Then they can also use that scale to help them know when to stop. So I tell people, depending on the scale you look at, it's going to usually be between a six and a seven, where you feel full but not uncomfortable and you're ready to take on your next task and you don't need to eat again for another three, four, five hours. Yeah. So I think that's a great tool. If you feel confused about hunger and satiety, it's only going to work. And this is the point where hitting home, it's only going to work if you're eating filling 
satiating foods a vast majority of the time. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. And I think another thing that that scale helps with or something that sometimes I work with my clients on is they don't know what it feels like to feel hungry. Mm-hmm. Like they're afraid of getting hungry. Like yeah. the type of people that always have the granola bars in their pockets or like they eat something before they leave the house just in case. Like they eat just in casers. Mm-hmm. I kind of work with them to like, let's actually wait until you feel hungry so you can feel what that feels like. Mm-hmm. Or I'll have them maybe stop eating at 6 p.m. one night just to see what it feels like in the morning to actually feel hungry. If they're like, yeah, I'm never really hungry in the morning, but I just eat anyways or whatever, just to feel hunger again. Because I think we're in this world where we've kind of come from like the eat every two hours, like small meals, graze all day long. I remember that was a thing what everybody was telling you to do with dieting culture um, probably 10 years ago. But now like we know your body sends you a signal for a reason when you need something. Like it's okay to know what hunger feels like so you can get back in touch with that cue from your body. Yeah, emphasis on your body. Your spouse, your best friend may not have hunger cues at breakfast and you do and that's cool, eat breakfast. Mm -hmm. Your body needs food, there doesn't. Mm -hmm. Or maybe theirs does and they are just suppressing it with coffee and work or whatever. It's their business. Just focus on your body and... It's easier said than done. Don't compare your hunger cues to someone else's. And I'm not saying go to you feel hungry and then stay there. Yeah. To just feel, I, I'm saying go to you feel hungry just so you know what it feels like and then eat. Like you, wait until your body tells you to eat. Don't just stay. I'm not telling you like you should be hungry all the time. Stay there. No, that's not it. I, want you, I don't want to send that message. Have you ever heard that hunger is the best spice? Ew, no. What? <laughs> Hunger is, the, like, meaning it, like, makes, oh. So, like, when you're at the top of a mountain and you eat your turkey sandwich, like, it's going to taste a lot better because you worked for it and it's been a while since you've eaten versus, like, you just had a meal and then you eat that turkey sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Or, like, I, I was I thinking gotcha. more, like, when you come home from work and you're ready for dinner, cook your meal and be a little bit in that hunger space without snacking while you cook and then you can enjoy your meal and it tastes oh, like so good. really good yeah that makes sense it's not i didn't mean to be like toxic like <laughs> hunger you know like skinny. i thought you were meaning like yeah like skinny girl like the like that book what skinny you... tastes better wait no skinny feels better than anything could taste something like that i was pinned on everyone's pinterest board <laughs> yeah something like that. it's not true <laughs> i mean it feels good to be healthy but not at the expense of starving yourself yeah. so if all this stuff feels overwhelming to you 
we can help. We've got dietitians who will sit down with you, go over your diet, your lifestyle, talk you through hunger cues, satiety cues, help you understand how to eat in a way to get you to your goals where you also feel comfortable. And when this podcast comes out, we are still going to be offering our Black Friday special. That goes till the... when, 30th. The 30th. November 30th. Okay. You can use the codes until November 30th. So we've got a couple days. I'm going to link the codes here in our description, but we offer coaching packages virtual in person where you meet with your dietitian. She gets to know you, understand you, and helps you create a personalized plan to whatever you're trying to achieve, whether it's just basic healthy eating, whether it's weight loss, whether it's body composition, whether it's improving your relationship to food, gut health. We love all that stuff. We want to talk about it all day long. So you can visit our website, understand our services. All that stuff is going to be linked below. And if you book in the next few days, you can save 25, 50, or even up to $100 off specific packages. All that's going to be in the show notes. Of course, if you have questions, shoot us a DM on Instagram, nutrition.awareness. We're happy to get back to you. And historically, this is the only time of year we offer any discounts. So if you're something you've been thinking about, you might as well do it now. Doesn't mean you have to use your package right away. Um, if even if you want to use it in the new year, you can still do that. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we will catch you on the next one. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Nutrition Awareness Podcast. And if you did find it helpful and want to share it with the whole world, screenshot this episode and tag us on Instagram in your stories at nutrition.awareness so we can connect with you. To get notified about the next episode of Nutrition Awareness, be sure to hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And to create your own personalized nutrition plan with us, be sure to schedule your virtual or in-person consultation on our website, www.orlandodietitian.com. Now get out there, fuel up, and live your healthiest life. We'll see you on the next episode.